for Peggy Lee. When you were a lesbian, not really, but that's all there is. Eating pussy at Zales, not breakfast at Tiffany's, bitch. Because the black coffee was so vine, and the Dr. Zeus podcast always got me on the line. And now America's Got Talent was on, and the people in the house made a big deal about it. And I thought, oh my God, get a life. But now it's about Peggy Lee's tuna. Buy one for one ninety-five, and you will go diving. Good evening from the other side of the bedroom. It's the Doctor Zeus podcast. Now, the Star Wars trailer has been out. They've extended it. It's moist. Carrie Fisher is here. Because, you know, she is Star Wars history. Star Wars, Star Wars royalty. Without further ado, Carrie fucking Francis Fisher. Hello, this is Carrie Fisher. You know, with Star Wars... I became not only an icon, but a Pez dispenser. But you've heard me talk about that endlessly for years. So here I am in the afterlife. It's almost been three years. I'll get my star on the Walk of Fame soon. But, you know, they said I got to be dead for another four years, those fuckers. But you know what's not dead? The Star Wars franchise. Sure. Han Solo, the standalone movie, had its problems. Maybe his chest wasn't hairy enough, but Chewbacca was. You know, appearing in the last Star Wars, it got me a little verklempt. Yes. You see, at first, they approached my family about using a hologram. That's like putting a hologram into Singing in the Rain so that my mother, Debbie Reynolds, can do dances with Pavarotti. I don't think so. Carrie Fisher don't play that, okay? You see, the 70s, you know, I like that Saturday Night Live skit. Lucy Lou Xena, lesbian princess, pays tribute to Stevie Nicks and says in the 70s she dedicated herself to witchcraft. <sighs> she bucked ham and cocaine. How does it make you feel, Carrie? In the 70s, I didn't dedicate myself to witchcraft. I dedicated myself to the perfect British accent. Which kept fading in the first Star Wars movie, if you notice. British accent, fading, British accent. And then I did the other Star Wars films. One, or the final one, where I was tied to Jabba the Hutt. 
that's almost like having a catheter attached to Roger Ailes. Fox News, you're not the one. Did you ever meet Roger Ailes? Oh, honey, I'm a liberal. I don't give a shit about Fox News. Nor do I. Although Chris Wallace is on there. And I did enjoy his father, Mikey Wallace. I love how you just said Mikey Wallace. Well, you know, with Mike Wallace, if he came a calling, you either had to face music or get the fuck out of there. As we go into Star Wars, the Force is with you. Is the Skywalker brand really dead? No. But you have to watch the movie to find out. And to find out how they splice scenes of me together to create the ultimate finale. I'm Carrie fucking Francis Fisher, and I approved of the Dr. Zeus podcast. Thank you, Carrie. And remember, me and Gloria Vanderbilt, we're good friends. But sometimes she doesn't need to be on this show. And I need to be on this show, damn it. Okay, you got your point across. I better fucking did. Now, I have to go. Mother and I are having drinks on a cloud with Sinatra. So, this is Carrie Fisher. Toodaloo. May the force be a Pez dispenser up your ass. Thank you, Carrie. The Dr. Zeus podcast would also like to acknowledge that Kristen Gillibrand has lightened the load. There are now 20 Democratic nominees. Some are waiting for Marianne Williamson to drop out. You know, the dark psychic forces. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Here's the thing. Kamala Harris has a few skeletons. Well, not a few. A lot. Skeletons in the closet. Now, it's hard to say. Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren is tough as nails. And she used to be a Republican. So right there, she knows how to battle them. She used to be one. And now, you know, hey. Hello, Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I can't stand politics. It's like, damn. You know, I've been doing this show, God, almost two years. I love it. I love, yeah, sometimes I'm tired and sometimes I'm like, oh, God, why? You know, but that's like going back in time to Mommy Dearest and saying to, you know, Faye Dunaway, are you really going to wash your face with those ice cubes? I mean, come on. And then the coffee just keeps on dripping. And then that disturbing shower that she has, that shower that really should just be a set a set piece for an orgy, you know. But she's not going to get into that. She's too uptight to put anything up her piece. You know, she'd rather just, I don't know, rub them out. Yeah, it's a little X-rated. But it's the Dr. Zeus podcast, you know. The Tool album is two days away. I am so excited. Oh, my God. I'm beyond excited. I want Friday to get here now. 
I want Tool to mysteriously say, you know what? We're just going to put it out now. I get my order. It's like, damn. I don't even want to be bothered. When that album arrives, I want to just sit in my room. Not like Brandy, but she was sitting up in her room. I don't have a staircase. (laughs) And just listen to Tool. I don't want to hear about Peppa Pig. I don't want to hear about, you know, my, um... Some of my family members are obsessed with Kids Bop, which I like to call the Pat Boone Station, because that's what Pat Boone used to do. I don't think people remember that, is that Pat Boone used to take, like, Hound Dog and turn it into Clown Dog, you know? He'd Christian it up a little bit, you know? Or, um, you know, uh, rocking around the clock and said it was rock to the clock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Remember that disturbing moment in the 90s when Pat Boone came out and he was um, doing like a peck flex from what he had left and he was dressed in leather? That is disturbing. But, you know, he's part of the 700 Club. They have a dark side, too. A very, very... I I mean, you, you look at... Look at all these great singers who had major, major problems. Oh, I'm with Jesus. And then they'd be doing some cocaine. Yeah, okay. Like he approved that. <sighs> I had some friends from college. And they had, and they were of a new religion. And they were, you know, smoking weed. And I said to them, where does it say in your book that you can do that? Where did you bypass the laws of physics to do it? Yeah. The Dr. Zeus Podcast is brought to you by Thursday. Can you hurry up already? Three-way weekend. I mean, I'm sorry, three-day weekend. I said, you know, three ways are good, too, you know. Three-way phone calling, three-way eatery, and three-way Saturday nights. I miss them so much. Those were fun What's wrong with him? We're supposed to be having fun. (laughs) Don't worry. I don't drink. I'm just naturally nuts. So I hope you enjoyed the song at the beginning of the show. Peggy Lee. Or as Anderson Cooper likes to call her mama. Um, Because, you know, is there all? Is there all? Is that all there is? Yeah. Okay. I love that song. I love. I like Peggy Lee singing "Fever" and "Black Coffee," and then she sang the the "Lady in the Tramp." Oh Lord, they're remaking that shit. But you know the, the cartoon's good because Peggy Lee wrote those songs. She wrote "He's a Tramp." She wrote the Siamese Cat song. She did the voice of of Darling, the wife. I don't think she did the voice of the dog. <laughs> no, wait. She did the voice of Peg, the other dog. Yeah. So that remake's just going to suck. It's like Homeward Bound. Go fly your nun, Sally Field. This is the Dr. Zeus podcast. Unpleasant dreams in my butt.
the Dr. Zeus podcast is brought to you by Lottery. Pray that I win it. And in my butt, it's clean with preparation H. Good night. Pay me now. The Dr. Zeus podcast welcomes subscribers. Hit that button and get that credit card ready for some hot pounding action.